Hello there, I am Ayushi Mona and you are listening to the Broke Bibliophiles podcast. Reading and eating are two things that I can't help love. And on today's episode, I want to talk to you about food novels for the soul. Today, we'll be talking about three books. The first book that we're going to speak about is a book that combines food and romance. The second that combines food and adventure. And the third is actually a memoir of somebody who's written about food their entire lives. The first book that I want to talk to you guys about is called Like Water for Chocolate. Now, some of you may have heard of the book or even seen the movie. Like Water for Chocolate is an utterly charming book and it became a bestseller in Mexico and then the US and became really, really famous all over the world. In fact, it has dozens and dozens and dozens of reviews. What makes the book really, really special is the fact that it's a novel that combines recipes, romances, home remedies with a touch of magical realism. Yes, you heard me right. Now, magical realism is not something uh, that's only the domain of Mr. Marquez or Mr. Rashti. You'd think that a romance book about food uh, would be far away from a complex literary mechanism like magical realism but like water for chocolate delivers and how it's actually a very very sumptuous book and it's also slightly bizarre um it it follows the history of a family um now this is an all-female family and tita who's the youngest daughter of the house um, has been forbidden to marry Uh, She's been condemned by Mexican tradition uh, to look after her mother until she dies. But Tita falls in love with Pedro, who's then seduced by the magical food she cooks. I also want to warn you that this is an explicit book. So if you're underage or uncomfortable reading explicit scenes in books, this is a book that you should stay away from. But this book gets very, very interesting because... Not It is not a simple love story. Tita can't marry and Pedro is desperate to be near her. He marries her sister. And what happens is a freakish chain of tragedies, bad luck and being star-crossed lovers against all odds. Now, this is also a very, very uh, emotional book and it's very heart-rending. So, you will not just find examples of delicious recipes or really heartwarming um Uh, you know descriptions of food you will discover lots of um, warm definitions of human relationships there is this part right where um, the author writes that you don't have to think about love you either feel it or you don't or she says that each of us is born with a box of matches inside us but we can't strike them all by ourselves and we need an oxygen and a candle to help and What is love but really that oxygen that comes from the breath of the person that you love? And the candle could be any kind of food, music or sound that actually opens you to the explosion that one feels when one is in love. Now, I think I've spoken about the romance aspect of the book a lot and taken you away from the frequent descriptions of food, food preparations um, and how amazingly enticing it is. Tita's um, recipe book 
uh, actually falls to her grand niece right who then relates the story of her extraordinary relative for those of you um, who've enjoyed uh, books uh, where the narrative is is given by a descendant or somebody years later you will specially like this because it reads like such a fun throwback almost right would anybody and everybody like water for chocolate i guess not but it's definitely um an ultimate romance novel it's a great book for people who are fans of magical uh, realism it's for people who like beautiful novels um and it's brimming really with connection to foods right so everything from like you know you are crying floods of tears from onions um eating rose petals as aphrodisiacs that kind of thing so uh this book is is definitely food porn but it's food porn with an with a dash of magical realism and that's what makes it such a fun read because everyone can relate to it from one aspect or the other they can relate to it from uh, a literary uh, gravitas perspective because of the way it's been written they can relate to it from the romance and the sensuality um as somebody who's passionate or they can relate to it as a family story but mostly you can relate to it because it has an amazing set of recipe and food references um it won't really help you much if you're a vegetarian uh, but otherwise it's a delicious delicious book uh, with a delicious delicious relationship at the core of this book now what if romance isn't your thing right not everybody wants to read romance all the time um a lot of us would like to read different books and and for us uh, romance might be something that doesn't engage us as a fun um sub genre you may enjoy reading horror you may enjoy reading thrillers and adventure for you my next recommendation is this book by ellie brown called cinnamon and gunpowder oh my god now i have to tell you that i discovered this book on goodreads like some 6 years ago and i was blown away I, and i'll tell you why i was blown away because of the premise of the book itself now the plot is so unusual this book is about a chef who's kidnapped by a red-haired female middle-aged pirate this pirate female is called the mad mabot and she's a terror okay uh she forces this poor chef uh, to cook for her every week a unique dish in exchange for his life so essentially that is how um, their relationship begins um, and and i say relationship but but this book is pretty much about a lot of things other than uh, just the man woman relationship at the core between the chef and the pirate so don't worry uh, if if that's not your primary reading um, theme it it's at its core a very adventurous book the amount of action in this book is incredible uh, the description of food is so delicious it's going to leave you really really hungry but the best best part about this book is this example of a hero who's so unusual right like this guy who just wants to hide in the kitchen he's not a fighter but he's still caring he's still intelligent and this woman who's like an absolute fierce badass right you would not uh, even think of such a rollicking adventure on the high seas but this is this is definitely something um that 
will blow your mind away in fact flavor wire um, rated it as one of the 50 essential novels for foodies so if you're a foodie you should definitely not miss this even if you're not a foodie but you're just really amused by the idea of oh there is this um adventurous novel about a female pirate and a male chef and and how um, they get into this entanglement um, it becomes really interesting so and and the contrast between the ca- two characters and the way ellie brown's written it uh, will will of course really bring to light why this book is so interesting to read um also don't don't read any of these books that i'm recommending to you on an empty stomach because the authors keep narrating what they cook and the words are themselves so delicious that they will completely wet your appetite so please don't blame me if you pick one of these and uh, and and then get into trouble because you are going to get not just a saucy lady pirate but absolutely tantalizing dishes um let me read out a description suddenly i was ravenous not having touched food to my tongue all day except to sample i allowed myself to enjoy my first real meal since my capture i had removed the fillet from the pan while it was glassy in the middle and it had continued to cook by its own heat to a gentle flake between the opaque striation wisps of fat clung to the crisp potato breading and resolved upon the tongue like the echo of a coir surrendering to silence the saffron warmed altogether as sunlight through stained glass blessed a congregation while the shrimp sauce weaved its harlot kerchief from the periphery now if this did not interest you I don't know what I can say to convince you further that this is actually a really fun read but it it has a gorgeous cover um it's fun to read it's delicious so you shouldn't miss it it's also while um really well written it, it's fairly approachable so you should not worry about um you know this being a difficult book to read in fact this is a book that you can even read along with a bunch of friends or at a book club or something because it's just so approachable and it at the same time interesting um one last takeaway i think from this book for me to give to you um would be the fact that you will get to learn a lot about opium trading uh, about piracy gourmet meals so it's it's also not just like a frivolous book it tells you a lot about trading and life uh, during the this particular era and time which makes it a worthy intellectual read also apart from all the delicious recipes and the fun dialogues and all the adventure happening right um so that's the, my second recommendation the third recommendation is for those of you who don't want to read fiction uh while i love fiction i can totally understand how that might not be everyone's cup of tea right um so i would say that if you want to read non fiction then let me recommend uh, that you read garlic and sapphires garlic and sapphires is a memoir i deliberately did not want to pick up a book that's just another recipe book to give you a non fiction recommendation this is written by ruth rail um who's a world renowned food critic uh, f- sorry who's a world this is written by ruth rail 
who's a world renowned food critic and she's a former editor in chief at the gourmet magazine so you can trust her to know a thing or two or more about food she's also one of the most important food critics in in the country now one of the challenges that she faces is that nobody really ever gives her bad food because they know that she's come to review and her reviews can make or break a restaurant hence ruth adopts a series of eccentric personalities in this book called garlic and sapphires um which leads to a series of comic absurdities uh which leads to a lot of interesting views of understanding how socio culturally we are affected by one's outer appearance so how the service you're offered your expectation your appetite all becomes a function of your um, external personality and and that is why garlic and sapphires is such an interesting book to read uh, ruth also written a bunch of other books and trust me it was hard for me to pick uh, between which of her other books um, you know should i give as a recommendation which one i should not but i went for this because uh, it would be interesting to somebody who would be able uh, to understand uh, the whole world of fine dining and uh, this snobbishness that sometimes typically you know uh, accompanies that however it also has super approachable recipes so it has a spaghetti carbonara it has a vanilla cake it, it's not necessarily complex it's not difficult to try out um and that makes it an approachable fun food memoir uh, she also has a novel called delicious and i really really wondered whether to go for delicious or garlic and sapphires but i thought that garlic and sapphires was a way better recommendation due to the simplicity that it offers in its narratives and um, it also has a lot of interesting descriptions it has a lot of interesting uh, information points so one of the things that like ruth says in the book is is about how a thousand years ago the chinese had an entirely codified kitchen right while the french were still gnawing on bones and chopsticks have been around since the 4th century before christ but forks did not come to uh, england until like the 17th century and even in the 17th century forks weren't meant for eating but just to hold the meat while you hacked at it with your knife so you'll get like a lot of these tidbits um into uh, food as a as conceptually but you also get a lot of tidbits into how people are right so she talks about how people have passion how they're crazy about food and how the food business is essentially like a crazy business about living passionately and living through food the book has delightful um you know descriptions in fact all the three books that i've recommended you i've purely recommended for the absolutely beautiful literary descriptions of food um and and which which is far beyond the usual take two cups of this and mix into three cups of that and uh, you know put salt according to taste um like this book for instance there's this part where she talks about how um you know while cooking demands your entire attention it also rewards you with endlessly sensual pleasures the seductive softness of chocolate begins to melt from solid to liquid the tug of sauce against the spoon when it thickens in the pan and the lovely lightness of parmesan drifting from the grater in gossamer flakes time slows down in the kitchen 
offering up an entire universe of small satisfactions and let me tell you reading each of these three books felt this way it felt as if time had slowed down it felt as if the universe had offered up a set of small satisfactions it was delicious i was absolutely hungry and ravenous while reading these books and reading them gave me a wonderful view into how thematic reads can make such a big difference um in in how you consume books right so typically while we try to look at books only from a genre perspective right you'll say i want to read a thriller or i want to read non fiction or i want to read biography picking up something super specific like i want to read a book based in new york about food or i want to um read a book um that merges sensuality with food can open your eyes to a wonderful set of stories and narratives that you hadn't thought possible so thank you for listening to this episode of the broke bibliophiles podcast we'll be back with another episode where we discuss similarly delicious things but perhaps from a different theme i hope you will enjoy food novels for the soul and and do give us recommendations on what are the other thematic areas that we can explore i hope you have a delicious time trying out some of these recipes if you do and i hope that even more than trying out the delicious recipes you have a delicious and happy time reading these books Thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe to the podcast.